0: In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com.
1: Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio.
0: Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. On this show, we'll touch base with Doug Parker as he's sailing aboard the MSC Poesia, He'll sit down with a couple of passengers and get a comprehensive review of the ship and the MSC Cruises experience in the North American market. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy is here. Hello, Stuart.
1: Hello, Matt. How's it going?
0: Carnival is expanding their southern Caribbean voyages. It looks like they're swapping ships in Puerto Rico and, uh, I guess, putting a ship over in Europe as well. What what, what do you have on that?
1: Well, what's what's happening is, and it's it's interesting because a lot of cruise lines have actually um, reduced their San Juan capacity. Carnival is now going in and increasing it. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be moving the Carnival Valor from Miami down to San Juan. So it'll be Carnival's largest ship to ever sail out of San Juan. Uh, it's a 110,000-ton you know, ship, 2,974 passengers. It's going to bring Carnival Victory to Miami to replace Carnival Destiny, which is going to Europe. And Destiny's schedule in Europe uh, you know, beginning in February of 2013 is unknown at this point. But uh, Carnival Victory will, will, do, will do the alternating four- and five-night uh, cruises. So it's uh, pretty exciting to see what's, what's developing with them.
0: And Celebrity has a big announcement.
1: Celebrity actually today announced for the first time, and we don't have specifics yet of what ship is going to be doing which itinerary, but uh, instead of Celebrity Infinity in Alaska, as it has been for the last couple of years doing the round trip Seattle, we don't know exactly, but for the very first time, Celebrity Solstice. Is going to be sailing to Alaska, so that is very exciting. Because I mean, they're they're bringing their you know their award-winning Solstice class ship to America's uh, 49th state, the land of uh, you know the, the midnight sun. So it'll be uh, quite a, a cool summer with a very cool ship.
0: Can you give us an update on the Disney Fantasy because it should be in New York soon, right?
1: Well, it'll be in New York on the 28th. So uh, you know, as of last uh, last the last I looked, it was about two thousand miles east of New York at this point. But uh, it'll it'll arrive in New York City on February twenty eighth with its naming ceremony on March the first.
0: Very good, very good. And I don't know if this uh, has any credence, but uh, it's been in the news earlier this month. It looks like they may have a vaccine for norovirus soon.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I. I, I... Matt, I laugh because it's, it's kind of like a, a computer, you know, we'll have an app for that.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: maybe we'll have, a, you know, take two pills, call me in the morning. Right. But uh, I think it's more of a voodoo medicine. Oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, they're, they're saying that they're going to have a, a nose spray uh, that, that is going to, uh, you know, to work on, on the norovirus. I mean, it was, you know, it, it's come out, you know, the, the hand sanitizing doesn't do anything, you know, to, you know, for norovirus. You have to wash your hands with soap and water. The norovirus, you know, essentially deals with, you know, common cold uh, and another, you know, bacteria, you know, to, to clean your hands, but it's it's washing your hands with soap and water that, uh, you know, avoids the norovirus. But uh, a nose spray, I mean, you know, come on, what do you you know, what do you think it's contracted in your nose? Um, you know, like like the cold. Um, you know, it's, it's <laughs> whatever. It's, it's another one. It's another one for the books. So they'll have a pill uh, next week and uh, gel tabs uh, shortly thereafter. And, uh, you know, they may have, uh, like, patches for your ears next,
0: too. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Shiron, the cruise guy.
1: <laughs> there you go. This is Cruise Radio.
0: For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying.
2: I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now
0: tripinsurance.com Each week, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If you're cruising the Caribbean in March and happen to call on St. Thomas during the weekend of March 23rd through the 25th, be sure to check out the St. Thomas Yacht Club's International Rolex Regatta which will be celebrating its 39th year. Known as the crown jewel of Caribbean racing, the route brings sailors from Calpit Bay to Charlotte Emily Harbor and back, which showcases the coastline and offers competitors a great view of St. Thomas's capital. Besides the race events, the schedule also features parties, dinners, and music concerts. For the full schedule, Go to RolexCupRegatta.com. So happy to have with us on Cruise
3: Radio Mr. Barry Vodren. Barry, welcome to Cruise Radio, man, again. Doug, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Dude, the last time we saw each other was what? I was um, coming off Carnival Magic and you were coming off a silver, silver Sea ship? Yeah, it was funny.
4: I mean, I'm in the airport in Barcelona and you, you don't think about people recognizing you all across on the other side of the world. And, you know, here this guy comes running at me like a wild man <laughs> Barry, Barry! And, and here it is Doug Parker from
3: Cruise Radio. <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. Um, First off, dude, I want to say it's uh, so nice to sail with you on the MSC Poesia. I mean, we just found out we were sailing with each other like a week ago whenever I sent you a message on Facebook. But since we're on the MSC Poesia, let's talk about msc cruising in the north american market i mean there are a little bit of differences and there have been so uh not so hot reviews on the major message boards like CruiseAddicts.com addicts.com and CruiseCritics.com. but what do you think of msc cruising in the caribbean market and catering to the north american audience well i think that americans that don't give
4: msc a try are really missing out uh we i looked at the reviews too and there, there were some not so fluffy reviews. And I had been on the ship a year ago just looking around, and you know, so I was very excited to be able to cruise on the ship and experience the ship for myself. And I was very happy, very pleased with the entertainment, the dining, the service,
3: the ship is spotless. Um, it, it was a good experience. Well, speaking of entertainment, I mean, let's just say that you have all these, you do have a lot of Europeans on board, so you can't have a comedian in 15 different languages. So what did you think of the entertainment? I mean, it's definitely more of a visual thing.
4: It is more visual. They have the magicians and they have the acrobats and they have, you know, things that are just more visual and musical um, because they have so many different languages represented on, on these cruises. Um, They cater mostly to the North American market when they're here. They're a North American cruise line, but the the ship itself and the cruise line are are a European heritage company, Italian company. So I think there's a little bit of an adjustment getting the package on board to blend with the American taste. They hand
3: pick people on all the MSC's ships to come work the North American market. Did you know that?
4: I, I didn't know that. And I think, you know, the, the reason why they probably did that is because they, they want to have the best reviews on this ship simply because they only have one or two ships in North America seasonally.
3: Yeah. What did you think of the level of service? A lot of folks say, oh, the European service is very cold and very stiff or whatever. But how did you feel about it?
4: I, I thought the service was very good. I mean, you know, I've traveled the world, so I know what people are like all around the world. And But, you know, there are people that come here from Wisconsin, you know, and they've never been out of the three or four state area. Mm-hmm. And they come on a cruise on an Italian line like this and uh, they don't know what to expect and they might come across this, the European
3: mentality and not understand it. I would have to agree to disagree. I would say if I was a first time cruiser from the Midwest and this was my first cruise, I would absolutely love it. But if I'm a seasoned cruiser and I sail the mass market lines like Carnival, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian, there would be an adjustment period.
4: Well, there would be because Carnival, Royal Caribbean, they're very uniform, uniformly catered to um, the American market and MSC is sticking to their their uh, culture. You know, when you come on board an MSC cruise on the MSC Poesia, you're going to have a cultural experience. Totally. And you're going to get great dining, great service, great entertainment. Yeah, you just have to be open-minded and just enjoy
3: it. Well, on this cruise, Barry, we hit Key West, we hit Cozumel, we hit Roatan, Honduras, and we hit Montego Bay, Jamaica. Out of all those cruise ports we hit, which was like four of them, what was your favorite?
4: I've always liked Cozumel, and it, this was the first time I've been to Cozumel in a, long, in a couple of years, and Cozumel has really been built up. I mean, I've just yeah. noticed how how much more built up it is and uh, but i always like going to cosmo because the water is i think the best in the
3: caribbean he is the host of cruising authority found at cruisetalkshow.com mr barry Vodgerin, dude thank you so much for being on cruise radio doug it was a
4: lot of fun it was fun to be on your show and it was also great kind of hanging out with you, was, you know, little,
3: i think you're a buddy thanks for being here man thanks
1: Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
3: So happy to have with us on Cruise Radio, Kathy from Central Florida. And Kathy, you've been, like, sailing for 46 years, so uh, you're, you're pretty hardcore. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. Okay, so we're here on the MSC Poesia, and I want to ask you um, a couple of things, what you thought of a few areas on the ship. Uh, let's start with embarkation. What did you think of the embarkation process?
2: I found that embarkation process here in Fort Lauderdale was not necessarily the most efficient yeah. as compared to Tampa.
3: So you walk on the ship, and you see this gorgeous ship, which I have to say, been on, being on dozens of cruises myself, like you, I thought this was one of the most gorgeous ships I've ever seen. What was your first impression of the public areas on the ship?
2: They were absolutely beautiful and lived up to what I saw on the video on the Internet. They were lovely. And I also like the fact that they took us to the room. One of the stewards actually escorted us to our cabin.
3: Now, I've been seeing you in a few bars this week. What is, what is some of your favorite public areas on this ship?
2: I really kind of like the um, martini bar.
3: <laughs> okay, now let's move to my favorite part of the cruise, the food. What did you think of the food? A lot of people say uh, it's a European line, the food is bland, all that stuff. What did you think of it?
2: I thought everything I had was tasty. Um, a couple of times... It wasn't to my liking, but that wasn't because it wasn't good. It was just I would preferred something else. They do a wonderful job, and if you can not only have to eat in the dining room, but you've got the cafeteria buffets.
3: And if you don't want to do that, you have a specialty sushi restaurant and a specialty um, Italian restaurant as well. Well, let's talk about the European service, because you yourself have been on ships across the board. What did you think, since it's your first time on the MSC Poesia, and first of all on a european brand what did you think of the service were they were they very accommodating or
2: they were lovely i ha- haven't seen anybody or really heard anybody that had anything bad to say about anyone from the kevin sturges to the waiters in the dining room they were all been lovely
3: that's another good thing is like for the folks who drink wine or beverages or unsweet tea every single night they have what you want right in front of you before you get there
2: the iced tea was always on the table along with the water was wonderful you never had to ask for it
3: let's talk about the staterooms because you just mentioned them what did you think of the staterooms and for the price you paid was, was it very reasonable
2: for so the price we paid I think we got a marvelous deal on the cruise. Okay, the the stateroom might have been a little bit smaller but I don't care. Yeah. I had a beautiful balcony room that uh, with that didn't matter.
3: For the price you paid and for the balcony you received, it wasn't that bad then I guess is what you're trying to say.
2: Yes. It was an awesome deal, and I will come on MSC again.
3: So on this cruise, Kathy, we hit Key West, we hit Cozumel, we hit Roatan Honduras, and we hit Montego Bay, Jamaica. Out of all those ports, what was your favorite?
2: That's hard. They're all wonderful. Key West, I've lived in Florida for 30 years, and that was my first (laughs) trip to Key West. Uh, The only thing that I can say is I wish that the time in the port had been longer. Yeah. It was too short of a time.
3: Yeah, the ports were like, I loved them all. But I'm not a big shopper. Did you do any shopping in the ports?
2: Oh, yes. That's one of my favorite hobbies. (laughs) I have to have a Christmas ornament from every port I go to. I have to go through as many shops as possible.
3: So you basically just get off the ship and go to shops? I mean, how do you know where you want to go?
2: Um, Well, first of all, on most cruises, there's a port lecturer that'll tell you what's going on in what port, what excursions are there, and how the shopping is and what to look for. That was not on this ship, so I felt a little strange in, especially Honduras, because I had no idea. Never been anywhere close to Honduras. It was very interesting, but with some excursion information and some shopping information, it would have made that portion of it much easier.
3: Well, and that's the thing is, like Honduras, a lot of folks don't even want to get off the ship there because They think it's so crime-ridden and stuff, but Honduras has some of the best shopping for as far as crafts go and cheapest, as well as some of the most pristine, gorgeous beaches in the Caribbean. You could have very well gone to West Bay Beach and gone shopping with a bag full of stuff and gone and check out some, you know, got some great pictures at the beach. So we're on the very last night of the cruise. What was your most memorable highlight of the past seven days?
2: Being outside, being in. the the fresh air and just watching the water go by,
0: Yeah.
2: whether it's on deck or on your balcony. That was probably my, I mean, not not to say that the um, shows or any of the entertainment was inferior. It was not because I saw it all, but I really appreciated being out at sea.
3: And, and that's one thing we didn't even touch on, I, t- I just totally forgot about it, is the entertainment on this ship. What did you think of the entertainment? I mean, they, they have got to perform for, on this cruise, like 17 different nationalities. Right.
2: It's, um, and they do it. It's amazing how the cruise director, she introduces uh, the shows in the evening. And she does them in six or seven different languages, one right after another, and doesn't stop. It's amazing to me. I'm lucky to speak English.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Now, Kathy, for folks who may be considering cruising MSC and maybe haven't taken that leap yet, uh, do you have any first time advice for those folks? Do it.
2: Don't believe what you read on the internet. It's totally false. I didn't come across anything that I read Um, from the coffee being weak to anything else. It's not true. Go judge for yourself. It's worth the effort. It's awesome.
3: Kathy, God bless you from Central Florida. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio.
2: Thank you. All
0: right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. It's a free app on your smartphone, and it's really the best and easiest way to listen to Cruise Radio and other podcasts. Just go to cruiseradio.net, click on the Stitcher Radio icon, and get the instant news alerts. Go to cruiseradio.net, and just fill out your email address where it says Instant Email Updates. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, and on behalf of Doug Parker aboard the MSC Poesia, this is Cruise Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.